Hi, my name's Shelby. I am 21 years old and I've been doing roleplay for a long time. I want to say almost seven years now it's been involved in my life. And I don't know if it's obvious yet, but that's what we're going to talk about here. This is going to be a safe space where we can talk about roleplay and what it is as a whole. We're also going to talk about the negative stereotypes that roleplay has with it. So the more we talk about it, I want you to keep an open mind because this is something that has been in my life for a long time and has influenced a lot of my friendships that I've made over the years. And I want to talk about how important it is to me, but I also want to share that it's something that's been used for so long and people continue to ignore it. So that's what this is going to be about. That's what I'm going to talk about because it's something that I'm passionate about and I hope you hear my passion when I speak. When we think about roleplay, a lot of us think of things like role-playing in the bedroom or very sexualized innuendos, but in reality, roleplay has been used in a lot of different ways and has been around for a long time. Roleplay is the act of portraying a character outside of yourself. It can be used for training and employment or even during classes. People do mock debates and that is essentially roleplay. You are becoming somebody that is outside of yourself, and you are portraying that character to the best of your ability. That is what roleplay is. So the type of roleplay that I want to discuss is something that's a lot more personal. It is something that's been shunned and has been turned away from. The type of roleplay I'm talking about is things that you'll see in D&D, or things you'll see played in World of Warcraft, or Skyrim, or Pathfinder. These are all games that are centered around the idea of becoming a character outside of yourself and playing that character to achieve a goal. So that's what roleplay, or as I refer to it as, RP is. RP has been shunned for being nerdy or dorky or weird, or it's accused of always being sexualized and used in the bedroom. But roleplay can have sexual themes, but it is never the center of the story. Roleplay always has a goal, just like any type of video game. There may be sexual themes to it, but it's never the leading source of the story. In this case, I want to talk about why it's such an influence to me and why it's been around for such a long time in my life. It has connected me to so many people, so many people that have helped me and saved me and honestly showed me how to process things that I didn't know how to process. And some of these people, I don't even know their name. I don't know who they are, but they've still helped me and influenced my life. So on next week's episode, I'll be able to introduce you to one of my friends who I've known for almost five years now, who has influenced my life genuinely and has become one of my best friends. I've met him through roleplay, and he is one of the most important people that I have in my life. Dorian Gray is my best friend. He is the one who will be my bridesmaid, if you will. <laughs> the reason why roleplay is so important to me is because it's connected me to so many people, but the one I'm most grateful for is Dorian. He's shown me a whole new world that I didn't actually know existed. He's introduced me to a streaming community, which is now something that I'm doing. He has helped me through a lot of dark times in my life. He's definitely kept me around, even when I didn't want to be. I have so much to thank him for, and I know that he knows it, but 
he is definitely one of my best friends and the reason why I've decided to do this project. I wanted to include him, especially for an interview, because of how influential he is, and I know that as soon as we get talking, you'll see that too. And I hope that you honestly understand that roleplay can be connecting, it can create a community, and it can definitely start a strong soup between people. And Dorian is my person. Dorian is the one who helped me with this. So I can't wait for you to meet him next week. So, welcome to episode two of the podcast about roleplay. Dorian, you are here. I kind of talked about you a little bit last week, how you'd be the bridesmaid person of my life <laughs> and that you've kind of been around for a long time. Oh, right. I'm going to fight your entire yeah. family, except for your grandparents, your mother, and, my st- and your stepfather. Yep. yep. So, you are that person in my life to me. And... I just I asked you to join me in this episode because of the fact that we both met through roleplay and we <laughs> and we both kind of experienced what it's like to um, use roleplay as escapism, but also to kind of just create a community of friends that we've been friends with for over four years now. So, um, Dorian, I don't know. Do you want to talk a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um. Like Shelby said, my name is Dorian, Dorian Gray. I am 22 years old. I live in New Jersey. Um, I've been role-playing on and off for... It's been at least 10 years now, honestly. It's been way too long. I met Shelby on MXRP, which was which was and is my primary role-playing medium. It's all text-based. Uh, before that, I was role-playing in MMORPGs, um, Adventure Quest, Sherwood... Uh, I think I played World of Warcraft like once and then fell out of it because it's dumb as fuck. But yeah, I've been roleplaying for about 10 years. It's been a major part of my life. It's how I've met Shelby, who is one of, if not my best friend. It's how I met my quote unquote older sister. And it's been how I coped with a lot of shit that happened in my life. Yeah, and I mean, I can definitely speak on that that it's definitely helped me through a lot of stuff and i mean you don't have to go into any detail but i mean like it's it helped me personally like through all of high school like high school was a, a hellstorm for me personally so it kind of gave me that safe space to be comic person that i wasn't and i mean that's essentially what role play is as we talked about last week is that role play is becoming somebody other than yourself to the best of your ability and that can be any type of character. It can be a character that you create. It can be a character from a TV show or a book or a movie or, hell, a webcomic, if you will. For After Adventure Quest, I got into the text-based roleplay on the website that I had mentioned earlier, uh, which is how I eventually met all of my friend, all of the people that I consider my friends. But, I mean, that doesn't stop me from thinking, that, like, Dorian, you definitely are, if not, I don't know, you are one of my best friends. Absolutely wholeheartedly i better be (laughs) but there's no like doubt in my mind about that so it's it's so weird to think about how a stupid website that we both use or just happened to match up on was the thing that put us together it wasn't even us like happening to match up on specific characters which so 
I'm, I'm gonna go in a little bit more in depth about MXRP, so I'm sorry if this is gonna like out you go as ahead. a mega nerd. So MXRP, well originally it was MSRP, which stands for Microsoft Paint Adventures. It was a roleplay website dedicated to the Homestuck webcomic, which some people might remember. Mm -hmm. You might know it as the longest running webcomic in history, essentially. Uh, but essentially the way the website works is you go on, you select what character you want to play as, choose from one of those characters and you can either link up with random people who also happen to be searching um you and there's set, settings to filter it out usually i filter out characters i don't like or i wouldn't want to interact with mm -hmm. um and then also back on classic parp which is where shelby and i met oh yeah classic parp ms parp had a rework a few years ago and now it's mxrp so that they can open up to different types of fandoms fandoms is a word that is used to basically blanket cover any type of tv show book movie well, any type of media yeah now. absolutely the whole point of this is that fandom is again a blanket cover for basically a group of fans that really like and appreciate the work put into a tv show or a film or you know those kinds of things any types of media I mean, yeah you're not wrong um kind of going on the story of like All how right. we actually met we ended up joining like i ended up joining a group chat so basically they had a function where people could make alternate universes based off of the story by the way we're gonna shorten alternate universes down to au sometimes Doreen was advertising it's the same thing. found me i clicked the link and i joined so but so we had joined oh i had joined his pr like already made chat and <laughs> in the chat i was like yo is John available? Because that's the only character I play. And I really like the idea of what you're doing here. And Dorian. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Was Were we advertising or have we just opened up and you just happened to join? Because I... Somebody advertised to me. It was either me or Katie. Because at, the, at that point, I think it was just me, Katie, and like It Alex, was most maybe? likely you because... It was most likely you because the fact that I only really matched with people that I wanted my character to be in a relationship so, with um somebody had advertised is what it's called when you basically drop a link when you're just searching so you'll match with anybody and then you just be like hey um, this is what i'm doing um this is our group chat here's the link to it and then you can join um so somebody was advertising for dorian's chat it was probably and it me. was a it was a mafia based alternate universe so essentially this chat i'm um, this chat came to exist because I was watching a Netflix special about a known Boston gangster named Whitey Bulger. I was like, huh, you know, I like gang stuff, like mafia stuff, the Godfather, that kind of stuff really intrigues me. It's really interesting to me. So at three in the morning, put out my laptop, I was just like, all right, I'm going to make a group chat for this and I'm going to try and get people to join it. And so what happened was I went on uh, the website and I made a group mm -hmm. chat. I believe now you actually have to have an account to do it, though. Yeah, as long as you had a title for what you wanted, you literally inserted yeah. that in a text box. Then you'd click a button and it would create a, a chat, essentially. But it would be open so that you could have more than one person in there. Right. So I made the chat. Um, but yeah, I was advertising the, um, the group chat the one day. And I had matched up with a John Egbert. Everyone called me John, <laughs> regardless of the fact that they knew my name was Shelby. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, I didn't I didn't care. It was fun. 
and he was enjoying the environment. Funny story. <laughs> and and kids, if any kids ever end up hearing this, don't give out like your PlayStation username to random to randos on the internet. Don't be us. Um, me and Shelby decide to play Fortnite. Yep, and you were the reason why I got a headset. <laughs> Yeah, we decided to play Fortnite, and I was literally sitting there, not no, on No, we Discord, were on part. We were on the it, OOC uh, chat, which yeah. it means out of character. We were in the O. Oh, uh, we were in the out of character chat. Typing. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just sitting there typing back and forth while playing Fortnite on our PlayStations. And I was scared because I, I didn't know anything. No, you were typing in part because I. Yeah, had you a were talking to me, but I, you had. <laughs> You had text open because I was like, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Help me. I'm down in this corner. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's just me. They're like, I've never played this before. I don't yeah. know. And then genuinely, like after that, um, I got my headset. Dorian and I started talking and we just we got really close. And I mean, it, it got to the point where we stopped just talking in harp we would start talking on the phone so it came to the point where we would be never give out your phone we weren't phoning each other we were actually using discord um but there was nights where <laughs> we, there was nights where we genuinely just spent like all night on discord calls we just talked till we both passed out because at the time i was working some shitty production warehouse job and i had to be up at like three in the morning I'd wake up at 3 in the morning and my phone would still be up and open to a voice call with Shelby. I'm just like, well, sh I yeah. did it again. I, by him doing it again means that he passed out mid-call oh, and just I didn't hang up. So Same. I would just stay. But the thing is that I would just stay because I didn't want to hang up and I was kind of enjoying just the company. I was a really lonely kid. Um, <laughs> so, like, that's like the one thing that I think gets forgotten about roleplay is that because it has such a stigma around it is that nobody actually takes a minute to kind of realize that this shit creates communities and it can get people to get to know each other and actually become friends like again look at us almost four four and a half almost five years later and we're still best friends talking to each other all hours of the night so, we've been going for about 20 minutes. Has it been long enough for them to have unlocked my tragic backstory, TM? Uh, I mean, if you want to. I mean, you don't have don't to. Going into, like, going through public school, like, going through middle school and into high school, I felt like I couldn't trust anyone. I felt like I couldn't get close to anyone because I'd get hurt in much the same way that I had been hurt previously by my own father. And so I turned to video games at first as a way to escape reality because when you're playing an online game you can be anyone because who the f is gonna check no one really gives a f you know but also it's better than being yourself sometimes exactly like sometimes role playing is just you being the person you wish you could be but you could never be that person if that makes sense it's sometimes it's just you acting more confident than you would face to face in real life sometimes it's you speaking up in a situation when you wouldn't normally speak up yeah being around a bunch of people when you know that you get too anxious to be around people standing up to the bully that you couldn't do couldn't stand up to at school exactly me and shelby go through a lot of social anxiety so for me 
roleplay and video games were my escape from reality. Initially, it started on original OG unsupported MSPRP. Then, like, I started trolling around group chats, and at first I wasn't playing as any Homestuck characters. At first I was playing, like, it was essentially me, but a more confident, cocky, suave version of me that I could never be. Roleplay was very much escapism for at its finest for me. It was, allowed me to become a different person, allowed me to roleplay as different characters, and it helped me. Now, I, what I'm about to say is what I heard a lot growing up. I heard it from my parents. I heard it from teachers who caught me doing this because I, I would literally not pay attention in class and just be on MS Park, which is awful. Same. Never do that. Don't do that, but yeah. But, um... They'll tell you it's useless. They'll tell you that there's no life skills you can learn from it. I placed third place in an international writing competition in my sophomore year of high school. I mean, I can speak off that. I was just going to say, like, what I'm doing now, my whole career field, I want to create video games. Like, I want to write scripts. I would not be able to do that if I couldn't just... Yeah think about like i don't know it started that thought process of creating universes that i were out of bounds and pushing things and making sure that i could do these things and write them become creative like more so than that take taking a character from a medium and dropping that character into a situation that that character has never been in before it's really hard to take homestuck which is like a goofy sometimes semi-serious webcomic mm -hmm. and turn it into like a gritty crime drama noir it helps you develop your writing skills mm -hmm. just through your own sheer willpower and the fact that you take these characters and put them in situations that other people haven't before and then you bounce those ideas off of other people and in the process of it you and those other people are giving each other feedback like hey maybe instead of uh, maybe instead of doing this, next time you do this instead. Or, hey, that what you did there was a, um, you were god modding. Maybe instead of, like, saying what you did was a definitive accent, action, give me some room to work around with that. Stuff like that. It mm -hmm. helps you go from, like, really sloppy writing to the honest-to-god novel level, level that we sometimes pop out. Yeah. Like, and I mean... I, again, uh, we've we've talked about how roleplay has helped us a lot and how it helped us kind of cope with our traumas and childhoods. It's a safe space that people need to realize that it's something that can be actually helpful. <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap up. I think you sure I can keep going for another half hour. <laughs> I think that definitely gets out what we need to say. It was fun. And I want to thank you, not only for just joining me tonight and for inspiring my project, but, but yeah. Making me cry. So, um, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> <laughs>